right, everybody. This is Manuel James Delgado. You're listening to The Manny Show here on Shea Radio. Yeah. Yeah. Who do we got in the studio here? Vanessa Huloch, Jan Vessels, and, and Daniel Lopez Leite. Milk. Yes. <laughs> Milk. <laughs> right. On. And in the background, we got my little boy. Hi. Yeah, we can hear you. Right on. So cool. Um, but we're missing somebody. Someone special. Who are we missing? Lena. Miss Lena. Lena yeah. Graf. Lena. Christine. Christine Graf. Yeah. Thanks. <clears throat> I'm trying. <laughs> We're thinking of you. Hopefully you're listening to us, Lena. We love you very much. Uh, we wanted to just uh, give, ask for a, a little prayer request um, out there for those that are listening and that have been following us and know that the PACE team here is here to serve a year. Uh, they give a year of their life and, and, and just come. And these guys came to the Faroe Islands to serve in the local church and in the schools and in the city. And you all are doing a fab, fabulous work. It's really awesome. So, and what I, but uh, we're, we're having some issues with, with the visas. And we know that God has you here for a reason, but uh, the visas seem like they're going to be a problem. We don't know yet. But for one, it has. So we just need God's wisdom. And if you all out there, we're going to pray together right now. But if you all out there want to continue to pray for us and just keep us in, in your thoughts, that God's perfect purpose and plan would continue and it would be evident on what we should do and what direction we should go. Uh, that would be very great. So we're going to pray real quick and then we'll continue with the show. Heavenly Father, uh, we thank you. First of all, because you are a faithful, and all-loving, powerful, full of grace, God. And you're just. Your plans and purpose for our lives is good, pleasing, and perfect. That's what your word says. Uh, so we are going to stand on that. And you have brought this team here for this very time, for this very purpose. And so we just ask for your guidance, your wisdom, your peace, that surpasses all understanding uh, and let us just depend on your voice and direction in all that we do. Your word, your word says that your word, your, your, your spoken word and your written word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. We don't know what is at the end uh, right now, but we do know that you can still guide our every footsteps because your word is a lamp to our feet. So let us be uh, sensitive to your word, uh, your voice, and, and let us be obedient and follow after it and respond to it. So we thank you in advance of what you're going to do through this situation. And thank you for all those that are praying and being in one accord with us. We love you so much. Bless this time that we're on the radio as we go through the theme of the book of James. And I pray that to all those that listening, including ourselves, will go away equipped, encouraged, and comfort in the season that we are all in right now. In your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. 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 Glory. Glory. All right, Vanessa, you're in charge this week, so give us a little taste test of what to expect. We are going to talk about James 3 today, um, and the overall topic of that um, passage is taming the tongue. And Boom. what that means, we're going to talk about after the song. Yeah. Yeah? So if you could just, you know, 
Who do you think needs to tame their tongue in this group the most? <laughs> oh. no, no. Micaiah. Uh, my... <laughs> I think we're all in need of. We are that. all in, like right now, I shouldn't have said that, but I did. <laughs> all right, cool. Jan, we didn't play a song that you requested last week. We deeply apologize, but we're going to play it for you now. Mm. Do you know what song that is? Mm. This is the kingdom by Skillet. <laughs> yes. And is this a good song or why did you choose it? Because I think this is a very good song. Mm. I mean, Skillet can get very loud. Yes. This is like for the Skillet relation. Yeah. Like a more yeah. quiet song. Ah. But it has, it has a very deep lyrics and it's just fun to listen to. I, I, I really can't like. remember the name of the band, but they're, they're very popular heavy metal Faroese band. Okay, and like maybe a decade ago, I had them play acoustic version some of their songs at a youth cafe, and I'd never heard their music before, but it sounded amazing, you know, acoustic style. But then people were telling me, "Have you heard this song the way it's really played?" <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, night and day." But uh, yeah, it's really cool when a band can play their song both. Yeah, but it's like it's uh, the original song. Yeah. So, but it's still. Not that loud, like so we're about to find out. Here you go. This is the kingdom by Skillet. This is the kingdom, everybody's building empires, building walls high in the name of glory. Everybody's hanging high wires. It's a fine line, it's an age old story. The first will be last.
This is the Kingdom by Skillet. We actually got two. Oh, no, it's a Cutlass song later on. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Just one Skillet song for one session. Sorry. What does Skillet mean? Skillet is, isn't like the device you put like things on the... For cooking? Yeah, for cooking. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, oh. I'm hoping it means something else because why would you call your band... Something after that you cook something. Because. Oh, it's because it sizzles. Oh, and metal. It's metal. And if you get hit oh, by. Oh, it's like the frying pan. Yeah. yeah. And the sound is like you get hit by a skillet, maybe. You get hit by metal. Yeah. <laughs> wow. wow, that was deep. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. All right. So if you're just joining us, this is The Manny Show on Shea Radio. People can get a hold of us if you're listening live and you have a song request, prayer request, whatever it may be, at 577777. Otherwise, you can get a hold of us uh, via Facebook Messenger and just write some stuff. Um, yeah, but we are continuing our theme on the book of James, and today we're in James 3. And dear Vanessa's in charge, and she has some thoughts and questions for us. Yeah. Take it away, V. Yeah, so I'm just going to jump in and I want to ask you, what do you think? Okay, no, first, first. 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 James 3 is like in the Bible, it's about the topic of taming the tongue. Mm -hmm. And we're also going to talk about that. Um, and I want to ask you, what do you think taming the tongue means? Jan's <laughs> <laughs> trying to tame his tongue right now. <laughs> Uh, my instant thing was uh, visual that I got was like a, a horse, a wild horse, because my kids love that that uh, cartoon and series Spirit. Mm -hmm. You know Spirit. Mm -hmm. I like that horse. And so, and and in it, like whenever they got a wild horse, especially Spirit, it was in that uh, fence area and wild, and mm -hmm. they had to find a way to tame it so mm -hmm. that they could ride it safely. Boom. Yeah. Oh so, wait, actually, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Any other clever thoughts? Yeah, I also thought about like just uh, training something, or, like something that's naturally um, wild or uncontrollable. Mm. You have no control over, and you <clears throat> are getting control over this. Like my love for you guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that is about the learning how to control. Mm. learning how to control mm. something yeah. yeah and knowing that like the things you speak words have power and yeah when it comes yeah. to taming the tongue yes definitely definitely um yeah and there's a passage no not the passage there's a verse um james 3 verse 1 not many of you should become teachers my fellow believers Because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. And I find this passage really interesting because um, it's like James talking about himself. He's mm -hmm. him being like a teacher, but he's at the same time, he's not encouraging others to like jump as like really quickly to be a teacher. Yeah. Um, so why do you think he's encouraging fewer people to be teachers? Um, we talked uh, yesterday. Actually, we talked in our men's connect group. Men's about like the five roles that mm. were um, listed up in Ephesians. Um, 
and the teacher is one of them and every role has like different tasks for example we had like the apostle who is like going out mm, the pi like uh, pi pioneering mm -hmm. then we have evangelists who are sharing the gospel mm -hmm. and then um we have like the teacher who's like caring about the people who are, were like touched by the gospel mm -hmm. and decided like to live with it mm -hmm. and then the teacher is like teaching them how to deal with it and mm. like the stuff and so the teacher has like according to this like long on a long term like the biggest influence on the people the others are opening the doors to get more people but the teacher is like actually like caring about them and if they are, if they have have questions they go to the teacher the teacher is answering mm. so he has a huge influence and if he is teaching um like false things mm -hmm. or like things he is not um, like he's not sure with, mm -hmm. then he's causing damage. Yeah, and it's not productive to do yeah. like this. Yeah, I found this um, background on why it was so important that they that uh, James said this to people that were like because there were so many people wanting to be teachers, mm -hmm. and um, it goes becoming teachers back in those times was one way to improve social status in the early church. Such honor would compensate for the shame imposed upon Christians as social outsiders. But the conspicuous role of teachers symbolizes the power of human speech to benefit or harm the church. So it's like, you know, everyone wanted to become a teacher because then you would have a social status. Mm -hmm. You would have like a, a type of authority and people would respect you. And who doesn't want that? Yeah. People can say, oh, I'm not into titles and all that stuff, but everybody wants to be acknowledged for something. And so, and it was the same here, but he's, in my opinion, saying that like, but not all of you should want this because you are using your words more than anyone else. People are listening to you speak more than anyone else. And taming the tongue is a hard thing to do. And so only people that know how to do that and are wise about what they're saying and teaching Uh, should be teachers because there's more uh, responsibility that comes with it. Mm. So. And also the people who... I also wrote something, uh, mm. read something, sorry, um, that the teachers who are already teachers should take their role seriously. Um, yeah. Because um, I can't imagine that, like you said, it's at that time maybe it was about the social status mm. and also about like attention or something. But uh, the kind of responsibility that you had or still have as a teacher um, is that you have a huge influence on the people you're teaching. Like they, they look up to you and you can really like change the course of yeah. their lives, kind of, mm -hmm. just by the words you're teaching. Yeah, And I think no matter how defensive we are towards people and their opinions on stuff, you, you still kind of like maybe subconsciously assume that what they're teaching, they also believe in, they're also living out, especially if it's spiritual things. And then, so if you actively think, okay, what they're teaching, they believe in, and they're most likely living out. And then you see them doing something totally different. Mm -hmm. It really kind of like can be very damaging, especially towards you maybe developing values in this area that you never thought of before. And you're about to have them greatly influence on what this person is teaching you, but then you see them doing something else and then you're like, okay, 
away with these values. And maybe they were values that you actually needed, but because of your impression from this person that was teaching them, you do away with them as well and you're worse off than you were before, mm. possibly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And especially if you work with young people, mm. it's like even worse because they take even more, they, they will take, uh, take like the the teacher or like older people like as a role model, mm -hmm. even more than like grown-ups do. So, yeah. And then it's like even harder. Yeah, definitely. Daniel, do you want to be a teacher when you grow up? Maybe. I think about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Both like both in church and maybe in the university as well. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, because I like to teach. Yeah, but you would be a good teacher. Yeah. Ah. He has the hair for it. <laughs> <laughs> and the glasses. And the glasses. Yeah. But what's and something? The, uh. <laughs> that he always reminds me of a philosophy. A philosopher? Uh, yeah, like teacher or something. Like He just <laughs> needs those like V-neck sweaters with the corduroy <laughs> jackets. and. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think that the if the teacher is persuasive, yeah, and but teaching something wrong, oh. that's the dangerous thing, and I think that's why it says that the judgment will be even more serious because you can literally make thousands of people or millions mm. go to the wrong mm. uh, to the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's interesting that, like, it's very obvious that here, and maybe not necessarily, because like, we always say, you know, oh, we're not here to judge each other. But there's so much talk about how we should judge people, you know, from, from, from a godly point of view. But in here, it's like unanimous that if you are a teacher, <laughs> you will be judged differently because there's more responsibility here. That's, whew, that's a... Uh, I'm, that would make me think twice. Okay, I'm not going to just jump into teaching unless I know that this is, you know, my mandate, calling, whatever, and that I'm prepared because I don't want to be a stumbling block to anybody. Mm. Right on. Should we play a song? Yeah. Yes. We'll come right back. We are going to play Love Note by Ooh. The Upper Room.
Hello, hello. <laughs> that was Love Note by Upper Room. Mm-hmm. Great song, great song. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. It's a nice song to just meditate and worship to yes. in your room. Get your worship on. Or to fall asleep to. I heard uh, some people like feel like, oh no, if I fall asleep to worship or reading my Bible, uh-huh. that's so bad. And this one pastor said, you know, when when you're with your kids and you're reading a story to them or whatever and they fall asleep in your arms, do you get mad at them? <laughs> you're like, oh, what are you doing? You know, you're like, no, you're like, oh, this is so cute. And you just look at them because they're so peaceful. Mm-hmm. That's what our Heavenly Father does. Because yeah. we're in His Word. We're, we're seeking Him. We might fall asleep to it because of the long day or whatever, but at least we're seeking Him. We yeah. could just fall asleep watching something on Netflix. That's true. You know, and even with worship, like falling asleep. And one, one, uh, one, one pastor, he, he, like, he prays so much and he likes to speak in tongues a lot in, during his prayer that um, one, him and a friend, they were at this uh, like church camp or whatever, and they slept in the same cabin. And his friend w- was woken up to this pastor praying in his sleep. Whoa. Like he was full on asleep and he was crying out to his heavenly father in his dreams. Like, whoa. <laughs> uh, it's Isn't this uh, easy mode? What, what does that mean? <laughs> like, he don't need to pray while he's awake. He just goes to bed. Why can't, why, can't we tra- why can't we train like that? You know, like just train in our sleep. That'd be so fit. <laughs> but I, I already researched about if we could learn something while sleeping. Like... Oh, <laughs> But basically, Japanese like lessons for when you sleep, it's oh. eight hours. <laughs> Do that like Matrix thing, just stick a needle in the back of your cerebrum. No. Okay. Back to the subject. We are continuing in James, and we just finished talking about what we thought Taming the Tongue was, and we're just going through the chapter, which is really cool. Thanks, Vanessa. And we just talked about, you know, what does it mean when it's talking about not many should be teachers? So any other thoughts on that before we move on? No. No. Okay. What's next? Another passage. Verse 2. Does somebody wants, uh, want to read it? Verse 2. Verse 2, yeah. We, we all stumble in many ways. Anyone who is never at fault in what they say is perfect, able to keep their whole body in check. Mm. Come on. <laughs> what do you... Um, What I find really interesting is they are talking about being perfect mm-hmm. and um, kind of like it seems like we could reach that perfect by just not um, speaking badly or like taming our tongue. Um, does somebody want, want to say something about it? Because in my opinion, for me, that's a bit confusing because mm. I don't think it's possible for us. I do. Perfect. Yeah. I do. A hundred percent. And I'm going to love this argument. (laughs) (laughs) Go for it, Jan. (laughs) Because I think the way we talk, because the way we talk is like the way how we can control ourselves and also others. Because if I talk to Daniel, I am influencing him, maybe. But I'm also influencing myself the way how I talk. Like, if I say, for example, 
I try just I try just to say positive things to other people, then I will think more positive because mm. and of course it's not like that I will never say any negative again. But like the whole way I think will change and like all the things how I see other people will maybe change because I'm more focused on the positive things. And other people also will just receive positive <laughs> things from me. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. And so they and so they will give more positive things back to me. Because so can so, we be perfect uh, according to what this verse is saying in, in the way that we um, talk? I think if anyone does not, for, if, for we all stumble in many things, if anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man. I think so, because our words are like how we express ourselves and the way how we mm. feel inside and the way we are inside. And if you wouldn't say anything bad... It would, it would mean that people feel like completely um, pure inside and it would have no failure inside. Okay. So, yeah, and, it, and it's standing there, so it might be true. Daniel. So, um, we were talking about this with the kids in Link last mm. week. And I the first thing I asked is what uh, what part of the body is the hardest to control? And many of them pointed to the head, like mind or mm. brain. And that that's what I thought as well. I I need to think for a while, like, okay, why the does this Bible verse says tongue and not the mind. The mind. And then I believe it's just because it's talking about the body. Mm. So like the mind not being something exactly physical, like our thoughts and things like that. Mm. So that's what I think, but I'm not sure. Uh, but about part of the body, like at least outside body, I think that the tongue is the hardest to control because of the. Because I think it's the, it's just the hardest, and for many people or for everyone, because it's it's easier to learn how to not uh, punch someone, you know, like <laughs> than to not uh, say something bad, because like. We don't feel like it's such a small thing to say something. So we don't feel that it's really can harm people. Mm -hmm. So it's usually the last thing that we learn how to control. And yeah, I think that that's why it's like sometimes you're really angry and you're like, you don't punch, you don't do anything else, but you say something and it, you can even not say something like really bad, but you say like, something a bit toxic, you know? Mm. And I think that's the point. Like, we can learn how to control the tongue in many ways, but still we can say, like, in the wrong way, like, just a bit. Mm. And, like, uh, put the wrong, implicit... Put the uh, wrong like, emoji. We'll put it in, <laughs> implicit, like, something bad, you know? Yeah. I think uh, the journey, as far as I can see it with the Bible, out of the heart, the mind thinketh. Then the, 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 the mind, out of the mind, the voice speaks. Right, mm. so you got you got this uh, journey, and when it's talking about you know the tongue here, if you can control the tongue, that means that you're in control of the rest of yourself, and, it, and then you're able to bridle or control the whole body. It says so. If you are actually able to control your tongue more and more every day, that also means that you've been working on the root of the problem, which is the heart. So, so I think that's. You know what it's saying there, um, yeah. yeah it makes sense. 
Uh, I also think that the tongue is like the most important to mm. control because, as I said, it's like affecting you, but also other people. If I just have thoughts in my mind, they could harm myself. But as long as I, I'm not putting it in action or mm. I'm not like speaking them out, yeah, like all the time, mm -hmm. I'm no one cares and no one get affected by this. Mm -hmm. I mean, just like the the scripture says, "Do not sin in your anger," or "In your anger, do not sin." Yeah. It's not a sin to be angry, but it's about how you. Uh, w w the response from it or the reaction from your anger is it is it a healthy reaction is it a healthy response mm. you know and again the root the heart so in your anger do not sin so in your speaking do not sin mm. yeah so and and the word perfect here is not like how we think you know this cup is perfectly made there is no flaws in it whatsoever that's perfection Uh, but that's not the perfection it's talking about here. It's about being complete and being whole with yourself. Mm. So if you have a day where you just feel, I feel at peace with who I am, I'm doing good. Uh, I have things, my, my, I've taken captive all of my thoughts today. Today, you've had a perfect day with what came out of your mouth. Right? Mm. You can have perfect days mm. because it's about being whole. It's not about being with no damaging marks on you you know what i mean so it's a totally different version of perfection that this one's talking about than what we uh, define as perfection anyways well, okay i've never seen it like that mm. i also never heard someone speak about perfection like that mm. so that that was really good yeah cool um should we play a song let's do it Ooh. let's play where are we at over here we are gonna play Strong Tower by Cutlass. Ooh, This is an strong. oldie but a goodie. I love this one. Here you go. Cutlass. Sets me free. 
face is all I see. That was Cutlass with Strong Tower. Very, very cool. Mm -hmm. This has been a, a good dialogue about this. I like it. I like, I it. like I it. it. I like it a lot. Lucky, lucky. Yeah. What's next, girl? We have some cross-references mm. to um, the verses about taming your tongue. Um, by the way, I encourage you to read James 3 um, on a whole, mm -hmm. at a whole. Yeah, read okay. the whole chapter. Read the whole chapter, because it all, it's, we only speak about, spoke about like two verses now, but actually the whole passage is about taming the tongue. Um, yeah, just for your information. But there are some <laughs> cross-references or other verses that also speak about um, taming your tongue. Um, and one of them... Jan, do you want to read it? Wait, yes. Psalms 34, 12 through 13. Thanks. Whoever of you loves life and desire, desires to see many good days, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from telling lies. Glory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and what do you think this verse means in relation to what we just talked about? Means all rude talkers will not live long lives. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I think the way I see it is like, and I feel it too. If I if I have a day where I'm just you know negative in what I say and think, it's a rough day, mm -hmm. and it just you're so heavy and tired and just ugh. But when you have a good day. And just, it's been full of encouragement. And you have even had the chance to encourage other people too. Man, that day just flies by and you just had so much fun. You feel light. Mm -hmm. And you can have tons of days like that you feel. So I think it's, you know, your your days are more full yeah. when, when, you, um, when you use your tongue not for evil <laughs> and telling <laughs> lies, like it says here. Yeah, I also, I agree. And I also think in sense of like relationships, it's oh. just, of course, it's only beneficial if you speak good things, mm -hmm. if you don't talk bad stuff and all that. Um, so I think, yeah, like relationships are also what makes you happy. So I think... Happy yeah. wife, happy life. <laughs> Since this is a psalm, I really think that it, because like psalms and proverbs, they were... A lot about consequences, and yeah. so I really think it's about like keep your tongue from evil and your lips from telling lies. Probably is because of like people will uh, seek for revenge. Mm -hmm. if you, if and back you then, this. you'd be dead. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's about consequences in this case. It's almost like a promise, though, and like there's only one commandment that ha that comes with a promise. Do you know which one that is? It's about one of the Ten Commandments. The parents. Yeah. Obey your parents and you'll live a long life. All right. And this one's like, you know, use your tongue, don't use your tongue for evil and, and for lying and you'll live a long life. Or, yeah. It's Whoever like loves life and desires to see many good days. If you want to see that, then you need to keep your tongue from evil and your lips from telling lies. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. so. Very cool. It does. We also have a second verse. Maybe you have more 
to say about that one. It's actually also in it's no, it's in Proverbs ten thirty one. Um, from the mouth of the righteous comes the fruit of the vi wisdom, but the perverse mm -hmm. tongue will be silenced. Come on. Yeah. So here we actually bring a new factor in, and that is wisdom. Um, yeah, that's yeah. amazing. And James is all about the huh? wisdom, yeah, taming the tongue, and it's like right here in the Proverbs, smashed together. I really like Proverbs. There's yeah. so many good verses. Yeah, it's really really cool. But <laughs> like, cause I mean, if in in today's society, we can easily. Uh, meditate on all the negative voices out there and all the negative speeches that are, you know, just broadcast all over. But it's saying here that, you know, don't worry because from the mouth of the righteous, they'll come like godly fruit, the mm -hmm. fruit of wisdom. And, and that wisdom will like overcome all things. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, it's, it's kind of like an encouragement for me. Like, Don't worry about all the negativity out there. You just continue to speak my words of righteousness yeah. and you'll see the fruit that will come from it. Mm. I dig that. Amen. Oh, This reminds me of Ephesians 4.29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to use for edifying, that it may minister grace into the hearers. Come on. So, so cool. Just a little uh, snippet about PACE and what I really like about some of the resources that it gives us. Um, you know, we have this, we all learn this, how to do uh, a Bible study. We call it Havram, to study with others. But one of the things that it encourages us to do is to uh, find uh, similar uh, scriptures mm -hmm. or stories that complement whatever you're studying at the time. So we're studying James 3 and that verse... Uh, verse uh well the whole chapter but but i think we were focusing on was it verse two yeah and then i asked you can you find some cross references because then it just puts more power mm -hmm. and you find the similarities in in god's word so i encourage those that are listening if you're studying uh and you're having your morning devotion night devotion whenever you have time to read the bible find uh scriptures that go with whatever you're reading And it really brings like different angles and power to the word that, that you're studying. It's, it's a very good tool to do. Yeah. And we will play one song before we have to go, huh? Yes. Very cool. So this one is Hallelujah here by Good Old Elevation Worship. Ten thousand angels around. 
Hallelujah <laughs> by Elevation Worship. Yeah. So, yeah, we are ending right now. We only have a few minutes left. But, um, Vanessa, how yes. should we close this off? In prayer. But first, we should... Um, I have a question for you. Uh-oh. Let's say I'm listening to this radio now, and I'm wondering, yeah, that's all good what they talked about, like really good, actually. But how can I? I (laughs) How can I be better at taming my tongue? Like how? What does it help me now? Knowing all that stuff, when I, how can I use it? Mm. Okay, Vanessa is looking at me very demanding. (laughs) 
I think there are two things. Yeah. They could have. Honest yeah. that you or that we because we all can learn and no no one is perfect. So that we focus on positive things and just say or try to say like a lot of positive things mm-hmm. because this will change our mind and in the beginning it's hard. So Maybe. give an example, what do you mean? For example, if you're in a bad situation um, and it's really not going how you planned it, mm. you can try to point out like the positive things or like to see like where are the where are, like the good things, even if even if it's bad in the mm-hmm. first place, you can p- focus on the positive things because this will affect your, the way you think and um, speak in the long term. If you do it like constantly, yeah. And the other thing is, of course, you can pray, and you can talk to God and read Bible, and because if you so practice speaking, because, yeah, seek positive God. thoughts, and then pray. Yeah, um, praying and seeking God is maybe like the most success- yeah. successful, um, <gasps> yeah, thing because then we become more like God, and God mm. is. Always saying the right things, yeah. because having a, su- a tongue does not o- always mean that we should mm. say only positive things, but it's teaching us to, when we have to say mm. what. When I was in Denmark, um, they're really good about evaluating everything that they do. They have meetings to plan the meeting that's going to happen. <laughs> that's pretty intense, right? But but what I noticed um, was that they were really good. Uh, about uh, being, sometimes they were overly critical. So they would say the the things that went wrong first when they were evaluating. Mm. And it really like changed the dynamics of the meeting and the way that it could have gone. Mm. So we put into practice, okay, we're going to actually start off by saying what uh, what went well, what we enjoyed first and 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 put words on those, right? And it it was funny because you could see how awkward it was in the beginning to do this because they just weren't used to doing it that way in that in that order. But like after a few meetings of doing this, then it just became so natural. And the way the meeting ended, and by the time we talked about the things that went wrong, we spoke about them in a different way. So it was more like I like to call it positive criticism. <laughs> so you're criticizing something, but in a positive way so that we can learn from it. Mm. So I think that like, you know, if we put into practice about, okay, let's let's put words and meditate on the 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 good things in this current situation. And then of course, we're not running from the negative or the things that went wrong, but we just don't want to have that as the root or the, the main influencer of what's going on. Mm. So that was a good tool that we used. What about you guys? What are some tools that you use to help tame your tongue? Oh, we're out of time. Uh, yeah. Aww. <laughs> I mean, we did start late, though. So I'm just yeah. <laughs> tame your time. No worries. Cool. Well, you're going to close in prayer? Yes. All right. Nice. God, please guide us and the listeners to learn how to tame our tongue learn how to control our words and how to use our our words to heal and to bless people and not to harm and so please guide us all on how to just how to use the words god mm. amen. amen amen as always 
Have a blessed week. And if you need any type of prayer, you just want to talk and go deeper on this subject, you can find us on social media. If you live local, we can meet up for some coffee or whatever. And uh, let's let's do this journey together. Be blessed and have a good week, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Good week. Good week. Good week. Good week. <laughs>